Hey all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Kevin. Hey. And we got Jonathan. Hey, hey, yo. All right, before we get started, we, you know, we're recording this on the 26th, the day after Christmas. Uh, Kevin, how was your Christmas, man? Hey, Christmas was good. I saw a lot of family that I haven't been able to see a lot for the last couple of years, so that right. was great. And some good food. It's snowing outside right now, which doesn't happen That's very crazy. often here, and it's sticking, so like I can actually make a snowball. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing really else to talk about besides good food, good company, and snow. Yeah. What about you, Jalen? How was your Christmas? It was great. Yeah, it was the first year with our newborn baby to bring him around to see the family and stuff. So, a lot of people haven't seen him because of the pandemic. So, it was nice for him to meet some of the extended family and open up a lot of gifts and eat all kinds of good food. Your baby's the star of the show. Every time, it's like always, everybody's just, you know, what's Marco doing? <laughs> <laughs> he spent the entire time hanging out with Marco. Um, yeah. yeah, same for me. It was good and finished it off with watching a lot of Bob's Burgers and hanging out with the dogs. Pretty solid Christmas either way. Yeah, that's pretty good. Nice. Um, okay, so we're going to go over a little bit of news. We're going to go over some of the future of Geek Freaks because we got a lot of changes, changes coming up very soon. Very exciting changes. And we have what we're hyped for in 2022. We'll start off with those changes coming to Geek Freaks. guys know we have i think it's currently like six different podcasts running on our feed uh if you conclude sloop what we're doing because we we know that there's those of you out there that are maybe star trek fans and not necessarily gaming fans or vice versa or those who are just inter, uh, interested in interviews and whatnot we are now giving all of our shows their own channels so if you're a trek freaks and, and you just want to listen to trek freaks Trek Freaks, starting January 17th, will have its own feed that you could subscribe to, and you'll just get the Trek Freaks. Or same thing for Geek Freaks interviews, Geek Freaks itself, um, pushing buttons, and some future shows that are currently in development. They're all going to have their own feed, officially adopting Geek Freaks Network. So we'll have a network of podcasts that'll all work together, interchanging hosts amongst all of them. I know we got to get squeaks on Trek Freaks, guys. I keep saying it. Mm-hmm. That needs to happen. <laughs> he's like just a matter of time. I'm so delighted to hear from him because he's like discovering Star Trek <laughs> for the first time right now, and it's just like I know it's great. <laughs> That's the best time to have someone on Trek Freaks too, is exactly. when they're just finding it out. He's never yeah. seen a TOS episode, so I want him to go in like super fresh. <laughs> yeah. We got to find a really good episode for him to watch. It's either really great or just really bad. City on the edge of forever. Toward the end of season <laughs> one, that's that. That would be the the one. Let's yeah. okay. Look, we're planning that right now. Okay, let's let's get a hold of him, and get that in stone. Um, okay, so yes, yeah, so everything will have its own feed, and we will reiterate this on January seventeenth with the first step or the return of our show. We're taking two weeks off. While it seems like we're taking a break, we're not. It's a ton of work behind the scenes right now to give everybody their own feed. I mean, I, I, the amount of registering new email stuff is is crazy. So it's going to be a lot going behind the scenes. And then when we come back. We're going to have everything. So what the one thing that's nice is that the subscription that you have right now to Geek Freaks is still good. You're just going to get the Geek Freaks, the normal Monday episode that you've had for since 2018 now. God, how old are we getting? Uh, so you're still going to have that show that's there right here. And when we come back, we're coming back with our better Oscars. We're actually changing the better Oscars. It's one of our you know fan favorite events that we do, but we're changing it to be including video games and it's going to be the best of 2021, all wrapped into one big event. So we're going to be talking about the best villain in video games alongside the best villain of TV shows. I know the best villain category is everybody's favorite as well. So <laughs> we're going to be covering it all. And I've got a lot to already complain about. So that'd be great. <laughs> uh, so that's coming back as well. Again, Trek Freaks, Pushing Buttons, they're all getting their own feed. 
our website is going to be changing from focusing on the news. It'll still have a blog page that will focus on like E3 trailers and stuff like that. Uh, but also each of our podcasts will have their own page with updates on what's going on. So you can like hop in on the pushing buttons feed and see like, oh, they're talking about NFTs next. I got an opinion. I want to add to this. And then you could add to it and then it'll possibly pop up on the next pushing buttons or whatever, or whatever show. So a lot coming your way. Uh, patron, Patreon is still going to be united. All the social media is still united under Geek Freaks because we are all still Geek Freaks. It's just that you can now tailor make your feed so that you guys can really get the shows that you like. Uh, Level Up, when it returns, probably in March, will still be on this channel because it's monthly, so it doesn't need its own channel. It'll still be on this one, so you get on that one. But yeah, we'll have more details as we come. So many planned shows as well. Um, and we're bringing in some outside uh, podcasts to join the team at some point too. Outlast Podcast is the first one joining which isn't totally outside since I'm one of the co-hosts on that, <laughs> but it'll be joining the Geek Freaks uh, network. So, okay. That's everything coming to Geek Freaks. A lot of changes. I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are as well. Let's move on to the news. Have you guys heard of Myth of Empires? Yes. Only from you. <laughs> Only from me. Okay. And I've noticed now in my notes I misspelled Ark, but Myth of Empires um, is a game that's where you like go out and you survive and you build and you craft and whatnot. Myth of Empires is in trouble because they got kicked off of Steam after Ark, Wildcard Studios game, uh, came after them and said, hey, they stole our code. And what it is, is an employee left the Ark company, actually left Snail Games, which is one a part of the Ark company, left it, took the code, and brought it to the Myth of Empires company, Angela Studios, and gave them the code. Now, this is, you know, one of those things like, oh, it's the rumor mill. Oh, it's crazy. But there's been a bunch of proof of it. And one of the crazier things is uh, Bullseye, which is this anti-cheat, you know, program that both of them use, their CEO came out and said, like, even the, there's still the same misspellings and capitalizations and formatting. And the if you guys know coding, there's, like, notes you put in coding for the next guy to kind of like, it's like so that you could help each other out when you're coding somebody else's work. The notes are all mm -hmm. the same. That can't be oh, seen man. inside the game. It has uh, to be seen inside the code. And so it's straight up the same thing. If you're going to do something that blatantly wrong, why not go out of the, your way to like fix it a little bit, not plagiarize completely. Right. I mean, it's damn. just silly. Yeah. In high school, when you cheat on an essay or something like that, you download online, you at least change some words in between. Right. You like take a paragraph and move them around or something so that it's not so obvious. Yeah. I like in high school, I lived in the golden era where internet was still just new enough to where teachers didn't know that you could straight up just copy <laughs> articles. <laughs> right. It was nice. Then they got the, the plagiarism stuff right after I left. So, yeah. What do you think that what do you think Ark should do with this? Should they get some change out of uh, Myth of Empires, or should Myth of Empires come back to Steam and just fight it out? What do you guys think? What do you think, Kevin? That's really hard, man. Like, I, it's obviously wrong. They shouldn't do it. The games are so different. They're similar, but they're so different. But yeah, yeah stealing code is that it's it's stealing. It's theft. It's wrong. They they yeah. should definitely not be back on Steam until they've got their own unique code for their game. You know. Like, yeah. I, I don't know much about the game development process, but I know enough to know that stealing shit is wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of one of the first things you learn as a kid. Yeah. Should, do you think that Ark should get a portion of the Myth of Empires game ownership? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Or at least maybe that are some of the proceeds that, because they're in early access. I know there's a lot of people that bought into it in early access. Uh, yeah. Maybe some of the, the profit from that even. I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer either. <laughs> 
Yeah, it seems like what the smart move here would be for Angela Games, the one that that runs Myth of Empires, to offer up like, hey, here's twenty percent. Now you guys help us with this. Like there could be this partnership that could develop mm-hmm. out of this. Um, it would take an insane amount of trust between these two companies, which one of them was already wrong, the other one. Right. Uh, so it'd be really tough. Another little stat to kind of show how much this has hurt things. 60 out of the 82 Angela Game employees that are accredited for making it the Myth of Empires are former Snail Game and Wildcard employees. So most of your workforce used to work on ARC. And so it's just like, there's this weird relationship between the two where did you guys just purposely hire their team and then make a game to off of their game? Yeah, I think it's complicated. Like you're saying, these are, you know, a lot of the same people. Uh, it's almost like these companies are related now because they took their former employees. So, uh, obviously, a lot of the game is going to be similar. It's going to be developed similar. Code is written in the, in the language of the, of the writer. So, uh, though this is apparently, obviously, plagiarized uh, code. Uh, but I think the worst case scenario is they just can't come to terms and, you know, Myth has to just get rid of the game, like drop it or or whatever they're going to get sued until they can't afford to fight mm-hmm. or um <clears throat> like you're saying they come to terms and agree that that a certain amount of the profits they make go to arc though i don't see a way of them really working together to develop the game unless one buys the other but a partnership between them i, I think would be very hard to do especially since you know they're already you know saying that one stole from the other yeah i'm not really sure how you can remedy this it's real tough. I definitely think that Steam needs to make sure that they stay off the platform because it's the DMCA mm-hmm. thing to where like you can't use somebody's music kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's a tough, it's a tough one because we've seen times. I mean, it's so funny that we we're talking about this, and yet a month ago we're talking about how the Take Two company was suing It Takes Two the game over just a name, and it's like that's just a name, and and they're being so aggressive. Mm-hmm. If Take Two had one of their games straight up stolen and then put a new skin on and like, hey, here's a brand new game then I would be defending them, you know? And instead, I'm like, chill out, it's just a name, a very common term. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things, we'll keep you guys up to date on this, because yes, Myth of Empires is in early access, and Arc 2 is coming out probably this year. So we're probably going to see something explode here pretty soon, and we might see Myth of Empires just go away, which we have a friend right now who's mm-hmm. like straight up addicted to this game, so I know he would be very upset with that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, did they say, is it like a foundational portion of the code or can they not just rewrite that portion of it? It is, it is the framework. It is what the code, oh, it's okay. like the frame on the pickup. It's what it's all built on. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. How stupid can you be, man? I know. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> and it's, what's nuts is you're right. They are very different games. Like theme wise, you know, one's got dinosaurs, one's all like, uh, uh, I think it's feudal China that they're using. Medieval. You yeah. know, they, they are mm-hmm. quite different in a lot of ways. It's just, your bones are all wrong, boy. <laughs> you messed up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got Michael Keaton returning as Batman for another film. We already know he's coming for Flash, but now he's, he's joining the Batgirl uh, movies. Jonathan, you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. What do you think this is going to look like with such an older Batman and a Batgirl? Yeah, so at first I was like, wow, that's going to be cool. They must de-age Michael Keaton and throw him in a bat suit and he's going to be <laughs> walking the streets. But I don't think he could do all the maneuvers and stuff that he no. needs to to really be a Batman uh, these days. And we got a good Batman coming up hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to be more like the Batman beyond Batman where he's, you know, coaching a younger new Batman, which looks like it'll probably be Batgirl instead right. of, you know, uh, young Batman. Um, so which is cool because it's kind of more, 
what what uh what's popular right now is the young female lead in a lot of you know movies and kids shows and stuff so that'll be good and and michael keaton playing the you know not bart not jarvis <laughs> what's uh You're playing kind his, of like the uh, alfred of the relationship alfred yeah. that's his name yeah 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 jarvis uh, isn't bad though like, actually jarvis kind of fits too yeah. You're kind of right with yeah. that. But that'd be cool. He, 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 I think he'd be a good fit for that. Yeah. Yeah. If they do like the Batman Beyond thing where he's kind of walking around with a cane and then there's uh, th- that moment mm. where he has to like put in a suit and risk his life to try to save Batgirl or help Batgirl in a certain situation. You could kind of yeah. write this already, but yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how they do this. Imagine he, he, she gets in something a little too sticky. So he decides, okay, I have to risk my life. I'm going to dive in there. I'll probably die, but I'm going to get her out. And then sure enough, you know, she gets free or whatever. And the, the whole, it all goes bad. He's going to die. And she dives back in and pulls him out. And then they both survive together and, and make a really deep uh, connection after that. There you go. Executive producer credit for Jonathan right there. <laughs> yep. You just nailed it for you. write me in. That's just probably better 5%. than half the stuff the DC movies have made recently. So. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, needs, somebody big needs to buy DC and just kind of retool all of what they've been doing. I'm hoping the Batman saves the day. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. If you told me like 10 years ago, like, oh, you're going to be hoping that Twilight Kid saves the Batman franchise. <laughs> <laughs> you would have slapped yourself. <laughs> Oh man, what do you think, Kevin? Are you are you excited for this Batgirl uh, film at all? I haven't seen anything DC's done since The Dark Knight, so not even The Dark Knight Rises, mm. just The Dark Knight. So I have oh, no wow. opinion. I, I hope yeah. DC gets good <laughs> enough for me to actually want to watch it. But like you were, yeah. like you just said, there hasn't been anything DC's done in a while that's been worth watching. So yeah, yeah I don't care. So far, you could skip everything and just watch that Joker movie. Everything else is uh, not ready. Is that Joker worth watching ready for public? That was, yeah. Oh, yeah. That feels like more of a Scorsese film than it does a a DC film at all. You could have changed the name Joker to anything else. Blippo the Clown, and it would have still been really good. Yeah, the Heckler or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The Heckler. Oh, damn. That sounds like a good Batman villain right there. I I don't know. I like (laughs) Blippo the Clown. (laughs) That would be good. Uh, Yeah. So, you're actually probably a good consumer in that way, Kevin, because they got me like, I'll know a DC movie's bad going in. And so, I'm like, well, I got to watch it, though. Right. And that's not <laughs> that's not really responsible consumerism. That's, that's more where like, I'm at with Star Trek. So I hear me. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they create more junk. Let's talk about that for just a second. Star Trek Discovery. It feels like it's really losing its roots here to me, and they're, they're buying in on. While I think the emotional and the mental health stuff is so very good and important, they're overdoing it, in my opinion. Kevin, I know you have strong opinions on this. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil anything for for those of us like Jonathan who has not seen the most recent episode, but I I have not had a show that I've had such strong, good and bad feelings for all at the same time. Like I like yeah. you said, I do love what they're doing with the show and that they're putting a spotlight on mental health, but it's also a TV show. And if you like dampen the the feeling of the show based on how much you're focused on this one thing and the story takes a backseat. And the story is not that good, in my opinion, for this season of Discovery to begin with. But if that's already taken a backseat to everything else that everybody, all the mental crises that everybody has going on at once, it's it's way too much to care about. Like, it's just so dark and not in a good way. I feel like I'm supposed to be invested in too many characters, emotional states right now to where I'm just like, Mm. I mean, even the ships, (laughs) you know, right? Um, yeah. Where I'm just at some point, I'm like, yeah, I need somebody to be the stalwart character. Like Spock has always kind of been that in the TOS era where like Kirk can be dealing with something real problematic or, or something like that. But you'd have either Spock or Bones be that backbone for him when he needed it. 
who it Tignataro, mm-hmm. I think, is the only one on the ship that's got her shit straight right now. <laughs> Everybody else is facing identity crises that, that might change their future. And it's like, I get that. That's great and all, but one of you need to be able to still steer the ship while everything else is freaking out. And we don't quite have that. I do like that, just a little spoiler. The pattern buffer move, though, felt like it was a good Star Trek move. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> that was classic Trek. Yeah, but and I was, that's the thing. You get these little nuggets that are like, yes, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, man. This most recent episode was directed by Jonathan Frakes. And what I've heard yeah. is that most pe- that a lot of people are saying that it felt more like an episode of The Next Generation. I love The Next Generation. This did not. It shot by shot. It kind of seemed like it was directed yeah. like a TNG episode. But in TNG, you can go and be like, oh, this is a data episode. This is a crusher episode. This is a Picard episode. There was one character that was the focus of that episode that had to overcome something, not nine characters all overcoming different things within 45 minutes. It's way too much. I will say in defense of Jonathan Frakes, he was given that like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not knocking him. Yeah. But directing wise, he did such a good job of like it showed the exterior of the ship during the crisis moment. But so much of it was was upon uh, Michael Burnham just being a badass. And and I think that was something that he's done in the past with other things where like he's directed TNG episodes where you just you see you see Picard being the best Picard possible. And you're like, yep, OK, that's cool. And I think he's he's kind of capturing that a little bit. And uh, Jonathan Frakes, I, he's just so amazing. <laughs> give him give him the new Gargoyles reboot. There we go. Let's give him that. And I'll be happy with that. I'm down. <laughs> All right, make yeah, him Dolph, do Ready gotta, Player Two, catch up on right? Yeah, he could do Ready Player Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you throw out gargoyles. You got to throw out Ready Player yeah, One. Of course, there, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and Ubisoft. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're done. The last thing we're going to talk about news wise is Tesla is stopping their passenger play. Uh, this allowed Tesla games, I'm sorry, Tesla video games to be played uh, on the center console there. The idea is that your passenger is playing Witcher while you're driving. Of course, nobody was doing that. They were setting the car to be driven automatically and playing Witcher or whatever else uh, on the screen, including racing games, which is kind of funny. Uh, They're getting rid of this after there was a lot of pressure coming from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. They're kind of just getting ahead of this before it becomes a mandate. I mean, it's great to be testing this kind of stuff out, but we got to be careful how cavalier we are with it. This is new technology and it's like mixing motorcycles and cars on the freeway. We make it work very much barely because we see motorcycles spin out. People die on motorcycles far more than cars. So we're mixing a new technology where people don't have to pay attention to the road and the car does everything for them with a bunch of people who don't know how to interact with a smart car. So the car can't be smarter than the idiot next to them that doesn't know how to drive. So, you know, how do you you just, we got to be really careful that, you know, the car might maneuver perfectly to dodge, you know, a, a, parked car that's on the side of the road but then there'd be a passenger walking you know getting out of the car next to it or something like that then they're going to hit a person to avoid hitting a vehicle and we just gotta we need to have human oversight in a vehicle at all times just if nothing else for there to be the person that is responsible for whatever happened because they're going to throw their hands up and say well i was playing witcher you know when when the car hit somebody it wasn't my fault and it's like well no you should have been paying attention you should have overridden the controls and stopped it from hitting somebody I'm thinking about the iRobot movie where they had the opposite stance. It was reckless to take control of the car because it was like, well, yeah, but you're Mm -hmm. not as good as the AI that's in the car. And I wonder if we'll ever get to that point where actually the automatic driver is the better driver. So we don't want you to control Mm -hmm. it. That's actually pretty reckless of you. 
I think when we have majority smart cars, if we get to like 80% or 70% or something like that, smart cars where they know they can communicate with each other, they don't have to, you know, know your destination, nothing like that, but just like the distance of all the cars around you without having to see them, but having a wireless connection that you, you, you could tell that there's cars moving at the speed near you and stuff like that, just because they're sending a little transmitted signal that says, Hey, I'm moving at the speed, go in this direction, whatever then they can all be like a network of connected vehicles and travel together without without too much issues. I just can't yeah. wait till my smart car that, that I totally own, because I definitely own one, I don't, but uh, <laughs> develops its own personality and needs to play games itself in order to de-stress from, you know, being a starship. <laughs> I mean, from... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, oh God. I, th- what a good tie into that Discovery episode now that we're saying. <laughs> yeah. I I have uh, I have an opposite opinion here, John, and I think that we need to push these self-driving cars as fast as possible. And will it be mm-hmm. rough? Yes, but it was rough when cars first came out too. And I think that in the long run, if we don't punch the gas now, well, we won't get there in time. And I think that smart cars will lead to safer roads and a more efficient society. And I think like yeah, you're gonna have bumps along the way. Let's make them happen though, and and let's get on the way. I think playing video games, I've watched a lot of videos where people are playing chess in the car, they're playing video games, they're doing all kinds of stuff in the car, and mm. it, it works fine in those videos, and I get that that's kind of like a sample of what can happen, and I know that there are plenty of times mm. where something bad happens, but if, if we don't have what bad happens happen, we can't fix it, so I'm like, yeah, let's, let's just do it and let's just get this done. Um, it's a little bit harsh, though. I do know that there will be people that are hurt and killed with uh, the invention of smart cars but i do go back to the invention of cars in general that happened a lot mm-hmm. then too and yeah. it's our reaction to those if we were like no no no, let's go back to the horse and buggy well then we would never have cars <laughs> right which i know some of you yeah. out there are arguing like yeah our planet would be happier with that but <laughs> <laughs> but if we don't kind of like okay let's adjust and fix the problem let's get all the minds on this we could become a mm-hmm. better and more efficient Cities can be built better if we do it right, you know. I think we should my, embrace My this. point is, like you're saying, going from buggies to cars is instead of let's like make mass uh, as many cars as we can and push them out onto these cobble streets, let's build sidewalks while we're at it so that people don't walk in the city streets because that's what the streets were for before. Right. You know, let's make sidewalks so people know walk on the sides of the street because vehicles will be passing here and then you have potentially less deaths. But yeah, I also think with these smart cars moving forward... Right now, the the driver still sits in a driver's seat because there's some maneuvers they have to do themselves or whatever, which is fine. But once we get to the point that they don't need to operate the vehicle at all and it could drive from point A to point B and park itself and everything 100%, then we could take the driver out of the seat, turn them around, and it'd be like a limo where everyone's facing each other yeah. and the car just operates itself. I think that's how how um, the, the movie iRobot was. They don't really sit in the car for some of the vehicles. Uh, but then, you know, the, then you don't have to worry about drivers at all. And there's not that, you know, responsibility that, oh, I was sitting in the driver's seat, but I was playing video games. I could have stopped her from hitting somebody, but I didn't. You're like, nope, I wasn't even, I was just a passenger in this taxi that is my car. Yeah. So it would be, it would help alleviate responsibility, I think, on people. Yeah. There was a car but at the know. recent, I think it's like the Detroit car show, the big one or whatever. They show a lot of the concepts where the inside of the car was essentially the living room. And that was it. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, there was That's like a cool. table and chair. It looked like an RV more inside, a comfortable RV. And it was an actual car. But the outside looked like a Nissan. 
but the inside was this living room. Mm. And yeah, the one of the seats swiveled around in case you needed to control the car yourself, but otherwise you didn't. And um, yeah, so that I think that could be the future. Kevin, any thoughts on on the leaving cars to drive on their own? I I'm dumb. I don't have any idea. <laughs> like I I'm super interested in the the advancement of the technology of it and to see where it goes. I don't have an opinion on which way would be the better way to go. It, yeah. Whether to work it, roll it out slowly, or just roll it all out and iron out the fixes as soon as possible, or iron out the the rough spots as soon as possible. But yeah, I'm very excited because I've seen videos of uh, like a self driving car trying to figure out how to turn left against two lanes of oncoming traffic, and like it d- does a better job than I'll ever do. So yeah. <laughs> I'm fully on board with seeing where this goes. Yeah, yeah. I like how That's cool. whenever I kind of analyze a problem like this, I'm like, okay, they did this in iRobot. They did that in Demolition Man. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I saw this video on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at. And like, what did the latest sci-fi movie tell me to do? <laughs> I need a Jarvis. Yeah, I think <laughs> like you're saying how they'd have a, they have a living room in, in a car. It'd be cool to have a bed. Like imagine how oh, many people would benefit from their, you know, hour and a half drive to the Bay Area or something like that for, for commuting to work. And they just climb into a bed that they have like a little kitchen or a little like a sink and stuff like that built into their car. So it's like a small, you know, apartment kind of thing where they just sleep, you know, for the, the drive all the way to work. And then when they get out there, you know, get dressed and ready to, to work. Well, that same setup for like, yeah, yeah, right. Just get the transporters going. Well, yeah. What about a cross country yeah. trip? Like, hey, you know, hey, we're going to go see uh, Grand Canyon next. Everybody get in. We're playing board games and I'm taking a nap, whatever. And then you're like, oh, we're here. Let's open up. There's the Grand Canyon. All right, next we're going to go see, mm. I don't know, Dallas. So you all hop in and you're just hanging out with each other while your car is getting you to Dallas. Like, I think that would be really yeah. cool. Again, all electric. So. All, also, just like the diamond lane, I'm pretty sure once this is kind of more progressed, yeah. we should have or could have a lane that's just for smart cars that are auto, that are self-driving. Yeah. Um, that way, you know, that, that car can trust that all the other cars around it are doing the same thing and they should be able to go a lot faster. Just like in California, we have the carpool lane is also the... Uh, electric and, and hybrid lane like if you have those cars mm-hmm. you can get in there whether or not you have one or two people in your car but yeah mm-hmm. all right so tesla stopping that passenger play i think they shouldn't i think they should go forward with it but we have um we're on the uh, we're on the precipice of so much new technology that it's, it's tough we'll have to figure out how to handle it all right now we're moving into our hype list for 2022 we'll go over movies shows comic books and video games Let's see. Which one should we start with? You want to guys start with movies? Sure. Jimmy, I made a long list of all all the movies that I see that look like they'll be good, even if I'm not going to watch them myself. <laughs> well, I have I have a feeling that we're going to be like, oh yeah, that's on my list, you know. So we're we're good with that too. I have a long list as well. But Kevin, why don't you fire us off with a couple of your favorites that you're looking forward to? Well, this is I, I don't know if it's going to be controversial or not, but I don't know if you it's going to be on either of your lists. I'm kind of wanting to really watch Sonic the Hedgehog too. I really not, liked Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. It's on my list. Okay, not on mine. Uh, yeah, yeah that's gonna have. Frank, you told me before. I think it's Idris Elba's playing Knuckles, right? Yes. Yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. I like <laughs> yeah. that. I want to see. I'm that. just super Elba excited to see where it could, where it could go. Yeah. Like, uh, just the amount of Jim Carrey in that trailer, and I don't care for Jim Carrey, but he's the perfect Robotnik. I think I've said that before. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm just excited for it. It's just a a family fun friendly movie you know family friendly mm. fun movie there we go yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i don't like too many of those like family friendly movies but this is one that i'm super interested in 
Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot more to the Sonic storyline than a lot of people know, so I'm excited to see them explore that and kind of get that more mainstream for the rest of everybody else. Uh, what else do you have on your list? What's the next one? Um, everything else that I've got, I've only got three more, and they're all Marvel. So yeah, <laughs> I I basically the have new, every Marvel have the movie new... as well. If I'm being honest, yeah. oh my god, we could just run through the list of all the Marvel ones first if you guys want to do that. All right, sure. Then lead the way then. Oh gosh, I don't have mine organized, but I know Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness yep. is coming out in May. Expected to come out in May. So that'll be good. I mean, everything that progresses the MCU kind of umbrella story. Uh, it's cool. Before yeah. we go on from that, what did you guys think of the trailer that was at the end of Spider-Man for that? Um, I, I'm happy that the what I'm hoping that's the what if Doctor Strange, because that was the best part yeah. of what if. And so that would be cool to see a. What do they call it? Like Supreme Strange or something like that. There's all kinds of names that give, give him, given him. Yeah. I'm cool with that. And America uh, Chavez, I need to read her comic books. She's actually a pretty relatively new character. Uh, but they're making her a pretty big character in Doctor Strange universe, so we'll see how that goes. I'll check that out. I'll add it to the list. What do you think, John? It looks good. I I like how Disney's doing their magic too. I don't know if I've said that on here before, but they don't make it too you know hocus pocus. They're very, very I don't know mysterious. It's very simple, simplified magic that you can I don't know just kind of play with. the The rules are easy enough we don't have to see the you know behind the scenes or whatever but it 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 looks clean and it makes it easy to follow so i do want to give props to I their like visual it. effects guys though because they do make it clear like you recognize what magic looks like to them and like you recognize yeah. that that is dr strange's version of magic okay that red stuff that's the chaos magic that uh, that dark uh, scarlet witch uses so like they do a good mm. job with colors and stuff like that to make it clear like that magic belongs to this person and that, that probably is kind of tricky to come up with at first but when you see buildings folding on itself, you're like, okay, I'm either watching Inception or Doctor Strange right now. And, you know, right. so it's, yeah. it's very clear. Uh, I do like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right. So other Marvel movies, I'll just go ahead and get the other ones out real quick. Thor, Love and Thunder, which I think mm. is also, uh, it's super high July, on my list. Yeah. July 8th. Um, yeah. I'm hoping we get Beta Ray Bill, which is, I, after, now that I'm reading the Thor comics again and, and catching up on the new ones, I think is actually my favorite character in the Marvel universe. So, um, mm. And I'm debating, I'm debating about getting that <laughs> tattoo too. I'm like, I love Bitter Bill oh, so God. much. <laughs> uh, Wait until he comes out in a movie. You're going to get a tattoo and then they're going to botch the movie oh, and you're going to have like the Sham a Shyamalan avatar on you. The story, like Bitter <laughs> Bill's story is so cool. He's like this like lone ranger, lone samurai, lone cowboy slash given mm. the powers of Thor because Odin was like, you know what? You're just as badass as my son <laughs> and you protect your people. Here you go. <laughs> and so it's just, he's such a cool nice. character. We also have Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, I have a strong feeling that's going to get delayed because they already mm -hmm. had to stop filming for a bit and they have some vaccination issues that they're dealing with on set. So I have a feeling that's going to be a 2023 film, which will be interesting. Of, and then we have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Here's my shot-in-the-dark mm -hmm. crazy chance. What, uh -oh. We see him jumping around the multiverse. What if this is how he becomes live-action? What if at the end of it, one of the universes he goes to is live action MCU? What do you think about that? Oh, would he change into a live action character or would he be an animated character in a live action no, setting? No, this is how we get our live action version and then all of a sudden, like in the next Spider-Man movie, we have both Spider-Man in it. It would mm, be a super shot cool. in the dark and I don't think fans would like it. But be a stretch. 
Cause you do, I didn't watch the trailer, but I see in the, like a, an image of it that they have the different versions from his different universes that, you know, like, like one of them looks like a Tweety or something, you know, a very more cartoon version of him. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's basically, so in the maybe. first one, the, a lot of the different spiders came to his world and in this one, yeah. he's going to theirs basically. So he's going to be jumping mm. around different multiverses. That'd be cool. I was kind of hoping that at the end, like in one of the mid credits or the end credit scene from Spider-Man, I I thought we were going to get a Miles Morales, like a live Mm -hmm. action Miles Morales tease in one of the post credit scenes from uh, No Way Home. That didn't happen. I have become such a Miles Morales fan and I got to give sole credit to that video game. So freaking good. (laughs) After playing that, I was like, I want to learn so much more about Miles Morales and, uh, I think he's going to be an MCU staple once he does re- come out. I think he's going to be a big hit. All right. So, yeah, no surprise. We're excited about everything Marvel's coming out with. <laughs> Jonathan, give us something else from your list. Uh, we also have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, okay. uh, quant- Quantanium? Quant- Quantumania? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I thought that was 2023. Uh, which Is it 2023? Okay. I don't know. Uh, I said October, I think, is what they're expecting oh, right okay. now, at least. Okay. It's October. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I didn't see the second Ant-Man yet. So yeah, I don't, you don't necessarily don't need to see it for yeah. this one, but you, you know, what the heck it's someday I'll, someday I'll get caught up. I'm, I'm so lukewarm uh, on the Ant-Man universe or Ant-Man movies. So it's like, whatever, as much <laughs> as I like all the characters and I like, I like the actors. It's just for some reason, those are so kid friendly that I'm just like, meh, that's all right. Not for me. That's okay. Mm. Yeah. So there's one I got to get out there. This isn't, isn't MC or anything related to what we normally talk about. This JLo movie coming out called marry me with j-lo and owen wilson have you guys seen the trailer for I that i haven't seen that one no it is it is not, it's nothing geek freaks related but that's okay my wife's gonna love it so i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna have to go see it. it's gonna be great uh it looks pretty funny though because it's like j-lo is this huge celebrity and her her boyfriend's this huge celebrity they're both performers or whatever mm-hmm. and so they're gonna get married on stage kind of reminds me of a uh, coco the the guy that sings in that um they they're gonna get married on stage but then like right before that he gets caught cheating and it ends up on the news and stuff. And she's like walking out on stage ready to sing. And it's like, she gets word that they all this just happened. So she just picks a guy to the crowd and says, you know, what? I'm going to marry you instead. So she marries Owen Wilson just on a, on a whim. Oh, snap. And then, but he was, he was just there with his daughter or something. And so then the two of them are trying to figure out like, Hey, now what do we do? Like I'm, I'm married to some celebrity. It's weird. And but then they, you know, try to make it work and they, you know, have this cute little romance and fall in love and all that good stuff. So but then he gets taken Looks by the good. TVA. So sad. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like you ruined it. You, I was on my way to buy a jet ski. Surfing. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited so, to see JLo get back that. into acting some more. You know, she hasn't really. I don't think she's done much yeah. of that. <laughs> She looks so young still, too. I don't know if they're starting to use CGI or if she just doesn't age. She's got but... some serum that she's not sharing with the rest of us. Is what it is. It's ridiculous. Right. A Rod gave her magic Jealous. or something like that. Um, and Owen <laughs> Wilson, too. Also, good to see him, you know, at it again. I mean, yeah. at it more, I guess. He looks, he looks like his old self, too, with the long hair and everything. He looks, he looks like they aged him up for, for uh, Loki. I and definitely did like that, yeah. Got aged back down. He's going to be yeah, in a new Wes so. Anderson film, which is, that makes sense. He's in all of them. Um, and I'm looking forward to that as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, I'll go for a couple of mine here. Um, you know, and, and nothing wrong with non-geek movies. I uh, My movie tastes, yeah. they either are super geeky or I'm like a middle-aged soccer mom. I swear, I, I rely on both sides of those. <laughs> Downton Abbey 2. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait for Downton Abbey 2. I've already got a date set up for that. It's coming out in March. Um, I'll, go, I'll go through a couple. More. I've got a few of those. But anyways, what about 
Mission Impossible 7. I, I have never been disappointed mm. by a Mission Impossible. I love those things. I'm a few behind. I stopped watching them like in the late 2000s or in the, I don't know, early 2000s probably. You want to jump in? I think in? I saw number Just four. Just watch the Henry Cavill one, the latest one is, the, is a good one to jump in on. Okay. I think yeah. that's the only one I haven't have seen was the most recent one. Yeah. I would, I would say, I mean, it's, it doesn't reboot anything. That, that whole franchise doesn't really ever need a reboot, but uh, it, it's a really good one to jump in on because Henry Cavill, first off, spoiler alert, he's the bad guy. He doesn't play a bad guy in the beginning, but you realize he is, which is how everything works. Somebody's got a mask on. And, um, and yeah, he's, he's such a good bad guy that you're like, wait, he's a hell of an actor. We need to use him for more stuff. I just got done watching Witcher 2, so of course I'm very excited about that as well. Um, <laughs> And, and I watched that, I was telling Jonathan, because we watched Spider-Man in IMAX, I watched that Mission Impossible in that same IMAX theater, and at the end, they basically have a helicopter fight, and it's like, that thing on IMAX was amazing. <laughs> Two helicopters <laughs> dueling over around mountains, it was perfect. And uh, so, yeah, Mission Impossible 7, I'm excited for. Uh, nice. And then a trailer that just came out, guys, The Northman. Have you guys seen this trailer? It's got, like, no. every Skarsgård, because there's, like, 40 Skarsgård that are all amazing actors. It's got all of them in it, basically. and I, this feels like around okay when Lord of the Rings came out, a bunch of fantasy movies came out like six years in the next six years after that. We're like all really cool, you know. I think we're kind of cooking that up again right now, and uh, mm. it might have been the Game of Thrones effect. All these sci- all these fantasy movies got greenlit, and so this one is about this uh, Norse kid whose family got uh, his dad got killed and his mom got captured, and he got you know taken away. And it's kind of the Kingdom series, actually, in, in book series in that way. But then he's, like, growing up with revenge in his heart, and he's going to come back with a small Viking force and take over everybody that messed with his family and save his mom. And you got to watch a trailer for it. It just builds hype, and you're like, I hope this becomes a trilogy so much. Um, <laughs> it's a big-budget wow. Viking series. And I think 2022, by the way, is going to be the year of the Vikings because we have God of War. Just a little spoiler for the other list that I got going up. We got God of War Ragnarok, Vikings. <laughs> we've got we've got the uh, uh, Assassin's Creed expansion that I'm excited for. It's the reason I bought Exan- Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and we have um, a new Viking series coming out, Vikings Valhalla. And so I think this 2022 will be the year of the Vikings. I'm telling you, it's gonna be great. All right, Kevin, give us something else on your list, man, for for movies. I don't have any. That was it. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're... I got all kinds of. All right, give us a couple uh, more. Dumb. We got Morbius. Are you guys gonna see Morbius? I I that looks the first teaser looks kind of like ah that that looks yeah. lame, but the full length trailer now is like oh man with the scoring in the back the the music in the background they do really good. I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be good. Whether or not I'll have a chance to go see it is another thing, but I hope I do because it looks bomb. I'm keeping I'm keeping my expectations low just so that I can be pleasantly surprised. That's my plan mm-hmm. for that one. Anything else? Are you going to see Uncharted? That comes like two weeks after that. Probably not. <laughs> I'm going to wait till that's uh, streamable. Oh yeah, that that that's that'll be. I'll watch it when it comes out on HBO or something like that. It's yeah. you know, it's just again too yeah. much shows to watch, too many movies. So we definitely got to see the new Batman when that comes out. Yeah, we haven't talked about that yet, and that's probably the thing I'm actually most hyped for. Robert Pattinson, yeah, as the new Batman. I think it's in March. Yeah, was it Jeffrey Wright's the new Gordon? I mean freaking insane casting there so um that'd mm. be cool and it's bringing us back to a darker tone batman year year one batman mm. lo- uh, possibly using the long halloween storyline um that'll be really good but yeah yeah 
All right, uh, let's see. I'm going over my list. I think we kind of hit everything that's really important. We got Black Adam. That'll probably be good. Lightyear. Yeah. Looking forward to Lightyear. Um, oh, yeah. I'm definitely good at... I got to see more family-friendly movies so that, you know, I could bring my wife and hopefully my son if he could sit quietly. But Lightyear, for sure, if we don't see it in theaters, we're going to watch it as soon as it comes out on Disney+. Plus. He was Buzz Lightyear for Halloween. Because <laughs> that looks like a serious movie. I want to see what Pixar can do with that. Mm-hmm. Not just a cool yeah. family-friendly movie, but an actual kind of like serious story. That'd be cool. I'm hoping and, and it's kids better drama. than like the, the Abrams Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> in all honesty, I, I'm kind of kind of probably compare it to those until I see it. And that's what yeah. I'm going to be mentally comparing it to is the Abrams Star Trek movies. Yeah. yeah, which I liked those, but I know that they're not fan purist ones. Um, yeah, they're good. They're good for what they are. Did you? Yeah, they're good. Exactly. Did you guys know there's a new Bob's Burger? That's the last one on my list. You guys know new Bob's Burger movie coming out? Yep, that's the last one on my list. Nice. I'm excited for that too. Yeah, it, I, that's been I, kind of delayed be cool. uh, here and there as well. And it's been really low key about their development. But yeah. Yeah. There's a new Jurassic Worlds movie coming out in uh, June. Uh, a Minions, another Minions movie, The Rise of Gru, which looks kind of cute because I like Minions. <laughs> you could tell, uh, John's a new dad, you could tell because he's, he's kind of got it planned out that <laughs> Obviously, way. Right? I got to try. Like, I don't have any horror movies on my list anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the new Flash movie is supposed to be in November, but. We'll see. I, that I have no interest back, in that, dude. to be honest with you. Yeah, we'll review it and I'll, yeah. you know, I'll be excited about it at the time. But <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe DC now. will redeem themselves and tie everything together in Flash. I don't know. If they, yeah, uh, Avatar though, this uh, this is in December, so there's a good chance with all the, you know, stuff that's going on that might get pushed back too. But uh, Avatar two will be coming out supposedly next year. Yeah, hopefully that's so that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm there's I a, know if Squeaks is on this, that'd probably be number one or two on his list. He's really excited about it. Yeah. yeah. There's a few things I want to mention, too, that were uh, not determined. They they expect they're going to be out in 2022, but they could get, you know, there's no uh, release date yet. A Chippendales Rescue Rangers movie, which, hey, I've been watching that on, uh, I think, Disney Plus lately. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, a new Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus 2. That's likely going to be has, this year, yeah. Yeah, I think it had most, if not all, of the original cast in it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Super Mario movie, another one. Yeah. Though I, I was trying to look it up. I, didn't, I couldn't find anything on it it's yet. It's slated for December. Whether it was going to be. But again, one of those is yeah. like, I bet it's not going to be December. Yeah. I hope it's live action, but it's probably not. Probably, it's I'm, not. It's animated. I'm thinking maybe it's going to be like the Lego movies. Oh, okay. It is. It's animated. Um, and then they have an untitled A Quiet Place spinoff movie that's supposed to take place in the Quiet Place world. Yeah, that's still so, like in early development. Cool. So that one probably 2023, yeah. if not 2024. But yeah, it's it's got the John Krasinski and stuff like that is actually working on it. So I'm glad he's yeah. working on it. That's good. All right, let's move That'd on to video cool. games. I think now I'm going to say something crazy, Kevin. I hope you agree with me on this. I think we're looking at a possible 2018 situation. I think we have it's enough looking similar. titles. Yeah. Why don't you give us some of your uh, most hyped games? Uh, the top two on my list are Star Trek Resurgence and God of War Ragnarok, if it does come out in 2022. I don't know for sure if it's going to. I, they haven't yeah. announced a release date for it yet, have they? Uh, I don't think they have an firm release date. I feel like it is this year, though. Or 2022, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also other big games like Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Horizon Forbidden West, Starfield. I know Starfield I, will be big, either a success or not. It will be a big game to come out. Yeah, I I'm not super pumped for it, so I put a question mark by it on my list. But <laughs> uh, it, it's a, it's another Bethesda game, so it's going to be a big game regardless. 
Um, yeah. Once again, with the Sonic thing, I'm kind of interested in that open world Sonic Frontiers game. Like, I I want to know. I I'm genuinely curious about it. Like, yeah. I'm not amped for it. I'm not excited for it. I'm not going to pre-order it, but I need to know what it is because it's yeah. so weird to me that they're going open yeah. world with Sonic the Hedgehog. Just so different. Yeah, and, it's uh, open world, and the graphics are like a weird step up from what was like normally you saw yeah. the kind of go cartoony and those graphics are like these are like you know zelda graphics these are pretty solid it looked like it was ripped straight from the the movie to me yeah like i when yeah. i first saw the trailer i thought it was another trailer for the movie or like somehow they're gonna tie it into the universe of the movie i i don't know maybe i didn't think about that yeah it might release at the same time and then uh the saints row reboot is the only other game on my list that i could yeah. think of so, uh, okay, so I've got a couple games here, and I'm gonna kind of call the game of the year ahead of time, because okay, when you're when you know what you know when you can kind of feel how the industry works, right? Especially game of the year awards. Sifu, mm -hmm. I think, is gonna be game of the year. There's so much hype behind it from the insiders, not like not like fan hype, which is what go, is going to Starfield. Starfield is the fan hype, and Elden Ring is a fan hype games. I think industry hype, which is what your take two was this year. I think is going towards Sifu, and I think Sifu is going to do that. It's, and I think PlayStation is going to have a banner year as well because of this. Um, although Starfield, you know, we'll see. Forspoken is a game that is not being talked about a bunch right now, but I think will be our next Horizon level game, or maybe like a, a Hellblade level game, where it is such a well-made game and such a cool game that it has a, a loyal fan base, and it's based off of this girl from modern day, thrown into a sort of medieval world where she has these amazing powers. But if you look at the gameplay, the, it's all about high mobility, a lot of movement, and fast, powerful uh, spells and actions. So if you think of what that feels like to play when you're moving around buildings and countryside quickly with really cool-looking abilities, that feels fun to play. And then when you arrive to a fight and all of a sudden you do amazingly spectacular moves that are defined well, because that's... a because. A lot of like Eastern RPGs will do flashy moves, but they're not defined well. So it's just like, I don't know what's happening. But these look like they're defined well. I think this game has the capability of being something really special and could lead to a new franchise for PlayStation. I'm putting a lot of when weight I, on that one. When I saw the trailer... Sound? Sorry, go for it, John. No, 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 go ahead. When I saw the trailer for that game, I genuinely thought it looked like it's this game that looks cool, therefore it's going to suck. And I, maybe it's just the, the gamer instinct in me that's like, yeah, OK, I can't have anything nice. Um, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> usually the games that look the worst from a trailer end up being the best and the games that look the best end up being the worst. And I just I, I didn't even think of this game twice because I was like, no, it's, it's probably going to suck. Right. Yeah. I hope not. But I'm if it can deliver on what the trailer shows, I, you know, then we're talking about something big it has to deliver on that, though. So, right. I presume the way you does. describe the gameplay, it sounds like uh, Crackdown. You know what I mean? How you like you it, you have so much more control and power. You build over time, right. but you can jump over buildings and you know fight a group of people at a time. I think it's stuff supposed like that. to be less fun than Crackdown, <laughs> just by looking it's, at it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I say like visually, it's very different than Crackdown, but the feeling I think will be the same. Again, where you like you mm -hmm. arrive in an area quickly because you're a badass. And then you, you, you know, do a lot of damage because also badass status. I think that's going to be the case mm -hmm. for this. Um, and it has a little signature, I think, that does well in video games, and I think it's kind of becoming a trope, is the 
the companion ally that's kind of wisecracking. And in this one, it's a gauntlet that she's wearing, but, or a, I'm sorry, a bracelet or something like that that she's wearing. But we're seeing it a lot in a lot of things. Uh, the Jedi game had a little companion. Um, Halo has Cortana, or, well, I think it's still Cortana now. That's a whole story. We'll talk about the Halo game and I'll level up someday. Halo Infinite. <laughs> Stuff like that. So I think, I think it's got the recipe to be really good. Horizon Forbidden West, I think, will be solid. I think it'll be contender. God of War Ragnarok has a chance of cementing the 2018. Funny enough, God of War came out in 2018. Uh, Lord of the Rings Golem, I think, might be a surprise hit. And a game that, if it can come out this year, which it's slated to, if it does, Hogwarts Legacy will, first off, wipe New World off the map. But it will be that that MMO category game that we talk about every year. There's always like that MMO that's like, hey, this is the MMO that might do it. And and I think Hogwarts uh, Legacy has it. And then the Suicide Squad, uh, Kill the yeah. Justice League, surprised me with that last trailer. So, I forgot hey. to put that on my list, but when Jonathan mentioned Crackdown, I immediately thought of the, the Suicide Squad game. I'm like, that game yeah. looks like a surprising amount of fun. I'm... I don't like I said earlier, I'm not a DC guy, but holy shit, I'm yeah. I'm all in on this one. I, I gotta play it. <laughs> yeah. And then that Saints Row kind of scratches that where's my GTA six, you know, feel. And Starfield. I this I mean, if those of you guys inside gaming to say that this might be a twenty eighteen kind of year, that's a big statement. I think we're looking at a twenty eighteen type of year right now. So we'll see how that goes. That'll be pretty crazy. Any games particular for you, I see Jonathan? There's a, I see there's an arc two coming out. Is there is that supposed to be as good as the original arc? I know you you played yeah. arc like crazy for a while. Yeah, uh, I think the arc fans are not excited for it, but I think it could bring in new arc fans. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. I think it's going to change the gameplay in a oh. way that people are not going to be excited about. If they came out with an arc, it's kind of like the World of Warcraft thing. If they came out with an arc that stuck to what it was like in beta, I think they'll find their old fans back. You know, they would stop going to Mythic Empires <laughs> or whatnot. But um, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, PC gaming's a little tricky. I think PC gaming's going to be focused on Starfield this year and possibly Hogwarts Legacy. We'll see how that goes. All right, let's go to TV shows. Kevin, drop us, uh, drop some TV shows on us. What are you thinking? Ozark season four. I, I think it's yes. going to be the final season of Ozark, but I'm, yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's so good. It's one of my favorite Netflix original shows. Yeah. Um, all of the MCU, I didn't even list them out, but all the MCU and Star Wars shows, I'm yeah. excited Obi-Wan for all Kenobi. of them. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka, I guess that's probably the one that I'm most excited for. There's Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. Um, yeah. All the MCU shows, I'm excited for all of those. The yeah. House of Harkness, Agatha House of Harkness, I can't wait for that. Yeah. That's going to be so I think good. It's going to be really good too. Yeah. Moon Knight's going to be good. Uh, Secret Invasion, if they end up doing that next year, I, it might be the yeah. year after. I'm not sure. Uh, the yeah. Guardians uh, holiday special, I think that's actually a movie, but um, it is a movie, I, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to mention that earlier. I just, yeah. Holy shit, there's so much MCU and Star Wars stuff coming out. <laughs> I forgot about that, too. And I like how James Gunn was like, I, I came to them with this crazy idea, and they said yes. And so I was like, <laughs> yeah, hell right. yeah. It's like a crazy idea for James Gunn? <laughs> Let's see what that looks like. I'm excited. <laughs> I got yeah. two more that, I, that are definitely top of my list. The Orville Season 3. I have not yep. had any Orville since like 20... 20- Beginning of 2020, end of 2019, something like that. Yeah. So I've been waiting for almost two years for this season. And then Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I'm yeah. I'm putting all my eggs in that basket right now. It's yeah. Until I get more lower decks, Strange New Worlds is gonna be the the Star Trek for me. (laughs) I really we'll talk about it off mic, but I think we should do something Trek Freaks wise with Strange New Worlds. So 
I agree. We'll see. Um, I cannot wait for that, man. I something that's going to capture that classic new sci-fi feel every week. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. That instead of it being like those small part where they have them in the pattern buffer <laughs> in Discovery this week, <laughs> every, everything else around it. Like, give me something that's just that, you know. But anyways, yeah. What about you, Jonathan? What, what what's on your list there? Stranger Things season four. That looks good. I can't wait for. It. I yeah. mean, Stranger Things has been so good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they don't. I hope they come to a solid conclusion though and don't just keep dragging it out and then wait until people aren't interested anymore this feels like, like it's a little bit of a the... soft reboot for them because it's like new location on some characters and stuff so it might be a shake-up yeah yeah you don't want to be the show that keeps going until people aren't interested it's nice to have a solid resolution and then you know people remember for what it was uh house of dragons uh yes. spinoff from uh, game of thrones season one's coming oh, out that'll be yeah. that'll be cool <laughs> we will definitely There's do a... sloops about that kevin i know you're shrugging listen to the sloops still <laughs> <laughs> all right um the lord of the rings series is supposed yep. to be coming out on prime video uh this year i know they've it's... been working on that for like three years right yeah but they put they've, the just, the they've been pouring cash into fire with it man so that's why it's taking so long mm. um that's this a will bad be spot to put your cash. This will be Amazon Prime's best year, I guarantee it. They will be making sure it'll be good. Mm. There's a lot of these. Um, I don't know who's producing it, but the Halo yeah. series. There's Paramount a, Plus. Supposed, supposed to be a Halo series coming. What's that? It's on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's got like uh, Star Trek Discovery looks, and money. Yeah, that looks good. I mean, they obviously put a lot behind that too. Uh, oh, I was just talking to Kevin before we started recording. The because he'd never seen the movie Willow. But there's there's gonna be a Willow series. Yeah. Did you know that? Oh yeah, we talked it's about being it. Made right We've now. talked about it a few times on the podcast. Uh, have we? Oh yeah. Oh god, I can't. And I you've have been hyped every time we talk noticed. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I was telling him like, hopefully they don't include the little brownies because that was a little corny. But yeah, everything else in Willow's great. So having a Willow series, that's right. We've talked about it multiple <laughs> times. Now to think about it, I remember this. This sounds familiar. Uh, but yeah, that'll be cool. A Willow series. There was, uh, so Willow just was on, on Willow, one thing that's kind of forgotten is this was, George Lucas thought this was going to be the next Star Trek for him. He thought Willow was like, okay, mm-hmm. I did, I did sci-fi, let's do fantasy now. So he thought this was yeah. going to be Star Trek. So I, I know I dog on George Lucas a lot, but he, he does build cool worlds. So there's probably a lot in the Willow universe that we don't know that he kind of had set up mm-hmm. and other people know about. I don't know anyways. There might be a lot of more Willow content out there that I don't know about. So I'm excited to see, okay, if, if this took off like Star Wars did, what would we get? And so maybe we'll have this whole world that we didn't know is so cool that came from George Lucas. So fingers crossed, you know. Uh, there's going to be the Avatar Last Airbender live action series coming out supposedly this year. I know yeah. they've been working on that for a while too. That was, was that one by, I think that was by Netflix, right? It's Netflix, yeah. Is it Netflix or Amazon? Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's good. I don't want to be disappointed. I'm going to be so mad if that bombs. It better not. Uh, we have but we, something. We have to mention again. The creators left the show, so that worries yeah. me all the time. Well, because they left, but now they have something else in production, right? Because they opened the Avatar Studios. Yeah, to make more like animated Avatar content. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully, if that fails, it doesn't affect what they're working on right now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Last of Us uh, show coming on HBO. That'll be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's a. As far as I understand, a TV series, not not a movie, right? Well, I mean, yeah, that we'll see how that does. They're putting a lot of money behind it, which is a good sign for HBO. But um, mm. they did a lot of money behind Watchmen, and then they like put it out. I liked Watchmen a lot, 
but then they just dropped it and so i'm hoping they don't do that with this oh, because yeah. it deserves better than that so we'll see how it goes yeah yeah we talked about that before too that these these uh i don't know these companies need to test or i don't know find a better way to filter out the good and the bad before they put out something that we love and then they just decide to drop it after the first Netflix season. cowboy yeah. bebop that's when you guys were talking about that yeah, and, yeah. yeah I, I'm so I'm still pissed that I'm not getting a season two of that because I loved the season that I watched. It was I, I don't care for the anime, but I loved the live yeah. action show and I want more. A lot of people are in the same shoes as you, Kevin. I'm, I'm surprised that they're not listening right now. That's nuts. All right. I only got two more. How I Met Your Father looks cool. It's a you know, spinoff of How I Met Your Mother. It's going to be on Hulu. Uh, and then for Daniel, since he's not here. Uh, Superman and Lois on CW season two coming out. <laughs> He's not a fan so, of that show. Gotta mention that for Daniel. What? I know. Oh, I, how is he not a fan of that? Because nobody can like, predict Daniel. The... I mean, he's, he's a freaking anomaly. Uh, yeah, he should like that show. He doesn't care for it. It is a good show, though. Uh, it's, it's in the Arrowverse, wow, and that's okay. the reason I like it. It's because the Arrowverse stuff. Oh, maybe that's yeah, what it is. It's not his Smallville version. Um, okay, so the shows <laughs> that you didn't... Okay. So first off, Amazing Race is back. If you guys listened to Outlast podcast, you know that we talk about Amazing Race often on the side. Uh, that's back. It, it took a long hiatus. Obviously, they couldn't travel around the world during COVID. So, boom, we have it back. That's really cool. Righteous Gemstones. Jonathan, I want you to give this a shot, man. Okay? I will say... <laughs> I know. I've seen the first few the first few episodes of it, and it's pretty funny. Yeah. I've seen like five or six episodes, probably. It, it ends... Oh, well, then you're, you're pretty close to the end. It ends on a really cool note. And then the season two, you can tell what they're doing is they're embracing this whole like um, the social media stuff like they're starting and they actually have the pandemic in it. So it'll be interesting to see how the gemstones handle that because that family is dysfunctional as all hell. And so to see how they're going to handle uh, a pandemic will be very interesting to see. Uh, Vikings Valhalla. So it's 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 the Leif Erikson era of the Viking age. Again, Vikings are going to be big in 2022. We have that coming. I have our Ozark on here, of course. Who can't? That's so exciting. Uh, here's my here's my uh, soccer mom side of me. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Can't wait for that. Uh, the Crown. Excited for that one as well. Um, a League of Their Own is getting their own its own series, and A League of Their Own is a fantastic really? movie that I think more people should go watch. It's getting its own series, and then everything else Jonathan mentioned and Kevin mentioned. So I think the Obi Wan is going to be better than Ahsoka, though. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I. I, I like I, I like I think that Ahsoka is going to be better only because it's new like it's not in the middle of stuff that's already happened it's kind of in Fair. an unknown period of time so yeah yeah Obi-Wan might be bigger for like the classic Star Wars fans mm -hmm. but Ahsoka might be for the next generation of fans and for the people that really want new content like new lore to follow yeah yeah and love Grand Admiral Thrawn <laughs> by the way we got to do that up. we're going to do the books thing on that right we're, we were talking about that before yeah, I know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find more time, I guess. We have to. We need assistance. Uh, who who wants to be yeah. hired as assistants? I need coffee, and I need somebody to like read me books. <laughs> I think Amazon does both now. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god, I'm sure. Um, okay, so God, that's so true. Okay, I'm gonna go over the comic books. Uh, I know you guys are probably not act avid comic book readers, anyways. So I'll kind of handle that on my own. I understand that. As for comic books, usually you find things out three to four months ahead of time, so there's that kind of window that we're looking at. So, some new series that I'm excited for. There's the Han Solo and Chewbacca series. So, it's just stories of Han Solo and Chewbacca palling around the, the galaxy, and that's it. There's not a lot of Jedis or anything like that. It's just those two being a couple awesome cowboys. 
uh saga returns <laughs> how many times do we say saga on the series it's our gargoyles as well and so that's coming out like <laughs> january jonathan so oh cool i'm gonna get it i gotta i, I gotta finish the last i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get this yeah i'm gonna get the single issues this time around i think and yeah. keep up with it not wait for the whole book to come out I yeah um i think comicsology has them as they release and i think i'm gonna get mc the dc universe one and the marvel unlimited one so that we can get even more comic books uh, at our disposal uh batman the night is a series coming out it's a 10 issue run and what it is is the story immediately after the death of his parents and about him dealing with loss and death and how that formed him as a human being and then you know eventually yeah into being batman and then a what if that i can't wait for what if Miles Morales became Captain America? I mean, that just sounds so dope. <laughs> I can't wow. wait. That awesome. Yeah, the 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 uh, concept art so far has had like a Captain America mo- version of Spider Man suit, and there's like all kinds of different versions of it and stuff. And or there's one where it's just like Miles Morales in almost a full Captain America suit and stuff. All kinds of cool concept art for this. I can't wait for that. Uh, my focused in uh, focus in 2022 will be doubling down on on. Catching up and and staying current with some of my favorite comic books. So of course I'm reading Donny Cates' Thor. It's a fantastic storyline and is my top suggestion for anybody who's interested in comic books. They're gonna, they're on like issue like 22, 23 right now. Excellent run. Um, I mean right away he has like a giant war or a, a giant fight with Galactus and it's just so cool. Um, Saga is a really good one to get into and I'm, I'm gonna stick with staying current on Saga. X Men. X Men was recently rebooted I think in 2020. So you guys can get in on that one. Um, let's see. The new Superman with uh, John, because I like John a lot from Superboys, and it's basically the same team working up from Superboys onto the new Superman. So I want to do that. Um, Doctor Strange. I want to catch up on Doctor Strange's old content. And there's Strange Academy, which is kind of like Professor X, but magic. And there's also Strange, a new Strange comic book, because that mantle has been moved over to a new character. Um, and then I'm going to try to catch up on all the Batman. So it's like on issue 120 right now. So it'd be a lot of reading. But I've been reading comic books on the treadmill, so that's, I've been going through them a lot faster than normal. And so that's my goal with those. Uh, any particular comic books you guys are excited for coming up? Just the saga ones. I want to I stay up to date on those. Yeah. I want to find one series that I feel the urge to go to the comic book store and buy. I haven't yeah. had that urge in a very, very long time because I typically don't have space for comics, but I I want that one series. I want to see. Would be. I wonder if the Han Solo and Chewbacca one would be for you then. I don't know. I'm not sure. This is my. I'm gonna attempt to get back into the Star Wars comics. I can't. I the I tried the High Republic lines, and they were all just so boring. I couldn't continue. So I'm hoping this one will be good because it's just the two palling around, which sounds fun. Like they go to a new planet and there's some shenanigans that. Chewbacca and Han Solo will save the day for. I mean, that just sounds great right there. Yeah. I don't know. You, you pretty much had me sold when you were talking about Miles Morales' uh, Captain America. I, I, yeah. I think that's going to be the, the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. All right, guys. So we have a Trek Freaks coming out this week. Trek Freaks has been, oh, man, you guys are going through a hell of a run right now with some crazy episodes. <laughs> so we have that coming out this week. And then there's going to be two weeks of nothing coming out. But when we come back, all the shows on their own channels again. Uh, and and you guys will be able to subscribe to all of them and rate and review them all too. It'd be really good. All right, that is it for us, and we'll see you guys next soon. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> Bye. 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 
Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.